Wise Guy by David Young. Joe didn't like cross-country flights. Too much time to think. Too much time to remember. The promises he once believed in. The long years in the trenches of business. His star rising in the early years with sales successes and management positions offered right and left. Only to fall back again with business downturns, changed ownership, and the myriad of other things that happen in the life of a company man. It seemed like age happened overnight, the gains and unfolding of problems. You kept putting all the pieces back together. Now there were just the large accounts he managed to keep hold of through the years, the ones that kept him from the door out. He could go on forever. It seemed simpler, though, to just rub his face with his hands in acceptance of it all. Besides, he needed to rescue a client, one with business problems who owed money. He remembered many trips back east to New York City, Boston, and D.C., always adding major business for the firm. Now he was headed for dirty Newark and the remains of this client. The airport shuttle dropped him off at the hotel. Joe looked up and could see a faint Hilton that had been sandblasted off, a, soon, a new sign over it, Blue Hotel. Easy to see why Hilton deserted this one, he thought to himself. It had joined a commuter line into New York City. The hotel had a small lobby with check-in on one side and lobby bar on the other. Joe got to his room and dropped his bags. He needed a drink and time to rub off the plane trip. Moments later, he had a seat at the bar. Only the bartender and a tough-looking guy with a hat sitting around the corner from him were there. The guy with the hat pulled out a cigarette. Hey, man, you know better than that. No smoking here. The bartender said as he turned and asked Joe what he wanted. Whiskey rocks, Joe replied. The bartender delivered the drink and then returned to sorting glasses and looking at a small TV with the Giants game on it. Customer service clearly was down the list of his to-dos. But hell, there weren't any customers. Those that did come to the bar were mostly commuters needing a drink before the rigors of home life. They were gone quickly. The bar, Joe gathered, usually looked like this. Just then, the thing Joe feared the most happened. The tough guy at the end of the bar, who had one or two too many, wanted to talk. Hey, you Jersey? Joe replied, West Coast. That usually was all that was needed to stop a conversation back here. No one in the Northeast thought there was anything interesting out West. What brings you here? Joe thought to himself, here it goes. Money. Ah, my favorite subject, the had guy said as he danced the unlit cigarette in one hand. I can tell you a few things about this city if you want. Just here for a night and work tomorrow, Joe shrugged. Plenty of time, the guy went on. I'm, shall we say, in construction, the labor thing. You know, keep the project moving or putting things together to keep the crews working and the owner in line. It's been good to me. Own a couple of buildings now and build up a pretty good stash, if I do say so myself. Joe looked at him and nodded, ordering another drink. The bartender delivered it, not shedding a word or glancing 
at the other guy. Hey, let me buy that one. And Mac, I need another one too. Well, at least Joe knew the bartender's name now. Hey, money, I'm Nick. What's your name? Joe. So what's your game, Joe? Joe explained he had a difficult business situation with money owed from a key client. He was here to get it resolved, if he could. Familiar stuff to me, my friend. If you need some help, I might have some contacts. Thanks, but no. Long-time client should go smoothly, Joe replied. By this time, Joe wondered if Nick was a wise guy, or worse. He didn't want to really know, and continued to nurse his drink. Not getting the feedback he wanted, Nick changed course, leaning in toward Joe. Hey, there are some places in Newark you could lose your soul. I mean, really lose it. A couple of streets where you can get a life charge, a real changer. This place is Sin City, first class. Well, maybe not that type of class. Nick laughed. You ought to explore a little. You look like a guy who deserves a little excitement. Nick was about to elaborate when his cell phone rang. Yeah, yeah, I'm on it. He started to get up, turning to Joe. Got to go. Business, you know. Nick double-knocked his hand on the bar. Just in case. It's Joe, isn't it? Joe, my friend. If you decide to wander around tonight, here's my number. We can see how strong your soul really is. He gave a sarcastic chuckle as he handed Joe his number on a slip of paper. The bartender grabbed the glass from Nick's spot and gave the bar a good clean wipe where he had sat. Now just the bartender and Joe were left in the bar, the bartender still fiddling with the tally and glasses, his back turned to Joe. Behind the bartender, a mirror stretched the full lengths of the bar. Joe looked into it. There were only empty chairs behind him. His face looked old, showing the long years in the business trenches. He thought about those years again and where he had ended up, a worn-out hotel in a dirty city, worn out, just like him. He saw all those things in the mirror, but he also saw a husband, two sons he had raised, a man who still had a portfolio, rough edges and all. He looked at the piece of paper with the wise guy's number on it, and then again in the mirror. He still had his dignity, and there was always the promise of tomorrow. He wired up the paper with the number on it, leaving it on the bar with his finished drink and left. The bartender never turned around, but watched Joe leave in the mirror. He knew a wise guy when he saw one.